to Mom Girl Pod, coming to you from Mom Girl Blog. I have an incredibly special guest with me today. She's one of my nearest and dearest friends in the beauty counter business, among other things, Mrs. Katie Hesch. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Well, thank you for having me. This is so fun. Thanks for being my first podcast interview ever. I think like I, that has happened over the course. I mean, I've been doing this for about like seven weeks now and I want to say like almost every person's like, this is my first podcast. So I'm so excited to be introducing that to people. (laughs) All right. So tell us a little bit about you. I haven't even given anyone an inkling as to why I have you on the podcast. They're probably assuming it's beauty counter, but it's not, although we do have that in common and that's a whole other topic of conversation. Um, but you are first and foremost an educator, right? So tell me about your background, who you are, and um, let our listeners in on you. Okay. Well, I am a mom. First and foremost, I have three kids at home and they age, their ages range from 13 all the way to eight Um, so we have a lot of really fun dynamics happening with that. I feel like they're growing up so quickly that I'm constantly moving and growing with them and adjusting to that. And then on the side of having three kids and doing all the things with them, I also teach first grade and education is like my happy place just as much as it is with beauty counter actually. And this is actually my 19th year of teaching. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I've taught fourth grade, I've taught second grade for a while, and this is my 12th year teaching first grade. It's actually, it's like where my heart is. Um, It's my, it's, you know, kind of my jam. Yeah, I love that. Well, I think that, you know, you and I became instant fast friends. And unfortunately, you guys can't see Katie's beautiful face, but you would never in a million years even realize that she has a 13-year-old child. I'm like floored. Um, so beauty counter must be doing something right. But, um, (laughs) talk to me. The reason why I wanted to have you on today is because, you know, there's a lot of mamas out there, uh, that they've just kind of been thrown into this role as, Hey, you're a teacher now. Yeah. You're also working a full-time job. You're a chef, you're a cook, you're doing all of the things. So I want to know, number one, what this has taught you so far. I know we're kind of, things are starting to open up, right? So we're not, we're still in the thick of it and it's going to be a long time before we return back to the quote unquote normal. But what are some best practices that I think that, that you think you'll carry moving forward from, from this point out? Right. Well, I think one of some of the things I've been able to do since having time at home, um, you know, I've, I've been a working mom at home too, even though I'm a teacher, I'm still trying to corral my 21st graders via distance learning and then doing all the things as a mom as well. I've extra, I've had extra time and I really tried to do a nice balance of things. I wanted to enjoy that time with my kids and not pressure them, but I also wanted to take the reins in some areas in my life that needed a little extra attention, um, like organization. And so I think that's really helped me as we re-emerge because it's going to pick up for us quickly. Um, we're starting our first baseball tournaments this weekend and we're, yeah, we're wrapping up our school year and we're starting practices and we're in the full swing of things. So one of the things that I've really tried to do is reorganize. I have like a pouch system. I have pouches for bug spray, pouch system for my first aid kit. I have a snack pack. In fact, 
today I was just making lists of all of the things we're going to need for our tournaments that I can store in the in the pantry so that when it's time to go for those tournaments I'm grabbing beef jerky I'm grabbing cliff bars protein bars you know things so that my kids can still continue to stay healthy and hydrated and fed and well fed and then I have those little pouch systems so that wherever we go you know, we have what we need, but we also can be spontaneous and pick up and leave and stay organized in that way too. Yeah. You know, it's funny. You are so organized and I feel like I am like fly by the seat of my pants, which can, you know, both ways can be beneficial in some, but I think organization is definitely key when it comes to number one, like figuring out, and I know we've talked about this in previous podcasts, but like time schedules and all of that, like you want to make sure you're on time and you're doing all the things that you're supposed to be doing. Um, let's talk about now that we're winding down and we're getting into the summer months. And for those of you that don't know this, Katie is not in Florida. Tell us where you are, Katie, exactly. I'm in the Midwest. So I'm in Missouri. Once summer hits, right? I feel like we're all kind of in a groove right now, but come summer, things are going to change. And what are we going to do like come summertime, what are some tips that you can give to moms who are struggling to maintain a sense of normalcy in their households? Like I have this anxiety now that I've got everything on lock and come summer, I'm going to be like, I don't have everything on lock anymore. Right. Well, I think, you know, we say, I toss around the term organization lightly, but really what I've learned in 13 years of having to be on the go is what you said is everything, Brie. Being able to be spontaneous is so important for your kids and so important for your family. And I don't want to lose that. And I think having some things preset so that I can be spontaneous and still, um, you know, if you think about meltdowns and you think about some of those problem areas when you leave the house, having to go get sunscreen. You don't want it, your kids to be whiny and overtired. So you want them to have really good things in their belly and fed and well-fed. And so some of that organization actually goes back to those preventing and being proactive about some of the problems that pop up. So I think, you know, I like to call that staying ahead of it. Like I try to Yeah. Because I don't want to find myself running into the gas station to go grab something. So my kids are good because my kids are super tired and hungry and they're throwing a fit and then I'm going to make a bad choice for them or have to get something that's not so great or have to get sunscreen that I'm not a huge fan of and pay too much for something I don't love. So anyway, it is staying ahead of it. I also think the huge part about it too is remembering that you get to start each day over again the next day. And no matter what happens in one day, as crazy and chaotic, I, I think a lot of times we, we tend to, with the new norms, coming feel overwhelmed and what if this is how it always is what if we're never back under control or in control and I think as moms it's really important to show grace and then have time for reflection at the end of the day give yourself time to reflect and be like okay what part of my day really bothered me you know what mm -hmm. part of my day did I where did, was it in that day that I felt like we lost control Pick a couple of things that are important to you and then start the next day over again and give yourself grace to start over. You know, for me, my countertops are my trigger. If I wake up in the morning and everything's a mess in my kitchen, I don't know where to start. And so I've made it, an, you know, a point before I go to bed, I straighten up my kitchen. I have everything ready. And when I wake up in way. the morning, it's like, everything to me. And it's just this one little detail. So I think sometimes just giving yourself time to reflect and think about what your triggers are, where you're feeling out of control, and then reminding yourself that you absolutely 
can plan ahead so that you don't fail and give right. yourself grace. Well, one of the things that I'm like learning just in talking to you is like plan, plan, plan. And I think like that way to your point, you can enjoy those spontaneous moments where I know like for myself and my husband, we love going on drives. Like that's our thing. People sometimes hate it, but we love to just drive along the beach or, you know, drive past the big mansions and like, you know, all that. But if I don't plan to have my snacks with me and my potty for Vera to go to the bathroom, like I'm screwed. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah, it's right. Yeah. Steals the so, opportunity. Yeah. So I just I love that. Um, tell me what you feel. And for those listening, like Katie is a badass when it comes to what we do in the beauty counter realm of things. Um, and I know that your organization is almost key in that. Um, so I want to know what's your biggest lesson that you've learned amidst this whole thing. Cause not only are you running a, a team of, of women and men and running a better beauty business, you're running, uh, a, a team of children and having to teach them. And then you're running your team of children at home of your own. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like superhuman. So I want to know what your top secret ingredient is. And I want to know, um, you know, what you've learned, what's your biggest lesson that you've learned in the midst of this crisis? I think I can, I can honestly say that you'll hear this over and over again. It flows throughout everything I say, but I think, I think just, um, first of all, I, I, I attribute a lot of it to compartmentalizing. You know, I give myself time for beauty counter. Are you setting like timers? No. I'm, okay. I think a timer would stress me out. Right. Um, sometimes it's just like, okay, these are the three tasks that I am going to need to get finished before I can enjoy my weekend with Beauty Counter. With school, um, right. these are the four things I need to have done before this weekend so that I can be ready for Monday and I'm not overwhelmed on Sunday night. Right. And I think sometimes you have to realize you can't do it all because right. you can, but you're not going to enjoy any of it. And all totally. of, you know, I love beauty counter and I love teaching and I love what we get to do at home. And I think it's because I do have to abandon some things, some details along the way. My junk drawer is awful. My car is messy. I have to selectively, and I never have all my laundry done. I have Same. to selectively <laughs> abandon, but I have a great laundry service that I choose to pour I into. need to get in on that. Yeah. Well, I have to do it and I have to forgive myself and say, you know, at the end of the day, I did get those three things done. Right. And I think, so compartmentalizing, giving yourself credit when you get those things done mm -hmm. and also, you know, showing yourself grace and understanding that at the end of the day, I want to be really proud of the way I talk to my kids. I want to be, what is most important to me? At the end of the day, I want my customers to know that they were taken care of. I want my students to know that they were a priority. And I want my kids to know that, um, you know, I was there for them and I was present for them. And so what can I selectively abandon so that I can get those things done? And sometimes I know that sounds overwhelming, but sometimes it's just writing down five things and circling two. Yeah. I mean, you know? also, I think it's like just not overwhelming yourself. Yeah. Like my husband, you know, he teaches a lot and I want to get him on the podcast soon. He's just so darn busy, but he teaches, like he taught me this thing called boulder rocks and pebbles. Like what is a boulder that has to happen? It has to get done today. Otherwise 
something else isn't going to move forward. Like you've got to grade those papers or those kids aren't, you know what I mean? Or you've got to place somebody's order because their member credit's about to expire. You know, um, what is a boulder? What is a rock? What is a pebble? And kind of like, like you said, compartmentalizing it. And I like that idea of like writing down five, but choosing two. I feel like I write down five and I'm like, by golly, I'm going to get all five done. And then I'm stressed out. And then I'm like upset and yelling. And I'm like, what am I doing to myself? I am doing this to myself. It is a choice that you make. So I think it's, it's like honoring that. Right. And also truly sticking to it and allowing yourself at the end of the day, sometimes at 4.30, I will admit way earlier than it's normal. But lately since quarantine, I will mix a drink and at 4.30, I'll go onto my front porch and I will sit there to that. And, <laughs> that and I will sip it and I'll be like, you know what? There are some things that I could walk back in there and do. There's no question, but I am going to allow myself this mm-hmm. time. And yeah. I'm going to let go of the things that I didn't get because they'll be there tomorrow, but I can't right. go to bed at night thinking I didn't get to watch my kids ride their bikes today or, you know, it's no, just- for sure. I mean, after this conversation, I promise my kids, we're going to make a fort and then we're going to like watch movies in the fort. And that's exactly what we're going to do. Cause it's raining outside and yeah. I'm going to feel good about that because yes. you and I t- chatted today. I got done what I needed to get done. I folded some laundry. I had some coaching calls and it's time to, you know, enjoy the weekend. So right. I totally wholeheartedly feel what you're saying. And I think, like you said, just constantly being able to like check yourself. Yeah. And asking yourself, like, how important is this task? Am I overthinking it? Um, And once I am through with it, will I feel better? And will it, like, push me um, over the edge and and forward as to what I needed to get accomplished? So I love that. Yeah. Sometimes I even think back, um, okay, I I asked myself, okay, two years ago, Mm -hmm. do I remember what my kitchen looked like? You know, on that, on Saturday, on weekends, do I truly remember the details of feeling disorganized because I had dishes in my sink? Or do I remember that time we went on that walk and we caught that frog? And, you know (laughs) what I mean? Like, those are not the things you hold on to and remember. And so sometimes I even process that way. Yeah. All right. Well, if there's one thing that you want those who are listening to walk away with um, that are trying to do all the things... I feel like I know we covered that, but like, what is one thing that you feel like, okay, I want you to remember this podcast based on this and I want to walk away with, okay, like you got this. Yeah. I think, I think we remember that. I think I saw this wonderful quote that I've held on to a couple of weeks ago. And I think it's just to try to remember everyone around us is doing their best. And when we think of life like that, if we give it our best and remember that the people around us are just giving their best, you kind of let go of judging, you kind of let go of um, judging yourself. Mm -hmm. And it's really freeing. Um, So I think just, you know, giving everything your best and then being okay with that. Right. It's so funny that you even say that because I just finished listening to, have you heard it? You know, Gabby Bernstein? Mm Mm-mm. Oh my God, you would love her. She is amazing. And she's like a meditative guru and gives you all good, amazing, like just tips and ideas. And anyway, she has this book. It's called The Universe Has Got Your Back. I read that one. And then the second one, I'm like, I love reading and listening to books and stuff, um, was The Judgment Detox. And you literally just said what she said, which was like, you've got to come from a place of love 
yeah. and not from a place of judgment. And that could even mean judgment on yourself. Like yes. because you're judging others, you're also judging yourself. And I feel like if you can let go of that judgment on yourself and come from a place of love and like just, she calls it seeing yourself for the first time. Um, I think that that like just really like emulates what you're talking about. And, you know, I will say this, and this is huge, and I definitely want to wrap this up with this pot, this note, and that is that we are inundated with Pinterest. And what's about to happen is social media and posts about bucket lists and summer bucket lists and all the berry picking. Oh, God, I can't even. Yeah. All the things. And so if we can all just remember that compa- comparison will completely steal the joy of what we are trying to do. And if you can just stick to what you need to do for your family, 100% content with that. But the second you start comparing yourself to all the things that are coming at you, turn off. That's, you know, I love social media for the connection, but sometimes I have to put it down. If I'm starting to feel like I am judging myself and comparing 100%. myself, 100%. If that's going to hit, people are going to start coming out of quarantine and they're going to be posting all of the summer bucket list and the vacations. And not everyone can do that. Not everyone is going to be able to give their kids a beach vacation or not everyone's going to have that trip, that beautiful family trip and the road trips and all of the things. And so just remember to take care of your family. And the second you find yourself feeling like you're not doing a good job or you're not giving your child something, bring it back to who you are and what your purpose is and don't compare, you know, let that go. I love that. Your kids just need you. For sure. All right. Well, I feel like we're both at our wits end. We could talk to each other for hours and yet our kids will just continue to intervene. So I'm going to wrap this up. (laughs) I want to thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with someone you know and love. We want to shed light and love um, on everyone during this incredibly difficult time and this transition happening in our world. And I hope that we were able to give you a little bit of a nugget. So thank you so much, Katie, for coming on today. Well, thanks for having me. Love you dearly. I love talking to you. And um, thank you. And um, you can always find us on momgirlblog.com. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and uh, on Instagram at Brianna DeAndrea. So that's it. Thanks so much. Bye.